Welcome back to the Outreach Project family. This is Josh. This is Zach. We are joined with... <laughs> Susie Ryder. Kale Ryder. Outside linebacker. 5'10", 205. That's weird to say Ryder, Susie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've it's never a little different. say that. I've gotten used to it the last two years, but... It's a little smoother than Sycophus. Yeah. Is it? Are you heading on the Sycophus household? I mean, it's just shorter. It's easier to say. Is it? Has cooler nicknames. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't know. Writer has Sicker no cool is definitely nickname. cooler. Yeah, both cool nickname last names. Yeah. That's well, sure. I'm excited to have you guys. It's been quite a while. Probably two years. I saw you get baptized. You did? About a year and a half. year and a half ago, ago for sure. Yeah. Yep. And then, then you have fallen off the grid since. That's no joke. We have. Ohio's a Weird. black hole. Yeah, I don't like that state. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but how did we know you guys? Why are you here? Yeah, so uh, we grew up in Columbia City. Um, I was a uh, graduate of Columbia City High School. Shout out. Yeah. What year? Are we proud of that? Uh, oh, it's 2017. Okay, 2017. respectable. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a great year. Great year. Uh, not, not athletically. Uh, not as good as 16. 16 was a good year. A really good 16 year. was insane. 16 was a great year. I don't know what happened then, but it was great. Some good music came out. Music, Cubs Movies. came back, Cavs <laughs> came back. Yeah. The Cavs did come back. That was a historic year. It was crazy. That was a really good year. It was crazy. Anyway. But graduated from Columbia City, uh, went to Grace College, and while I was at Grace, I was a, a youth ministry intern here at First Church of God, and that's where I got to know you two the Liggins. Mm-hmm. And it was a great two and a half years. We had a good run. When you started interning when we were sophomores. Right. Yeah. Because we went to West Virginia together, right? We did. We did. We did. That was where it all started. Yeah. That's where wow. it all that started. <laughs> wow. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And what then a year. You were our small group leader for a bit, but then you transitioned a bit out of that when you had to take over some responsibilities. I, I left you with Dave. You, you left Dave. Dave. You left Dave. With I us. Yeah. <laughs> you left Dave. That's you ran. No man left behind. I left you him left behind. Him behind. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Yeah. And then you married her. Yeah. We actually yeah. Her. we actually started yes. dating while we were serving uh, in student ministries at First Church of God. Yeah. You served in student ministries. I did. I did. I was. I was here serving in children's ministry before he was serving, and then I transitioned up to youth ministry. Yeah, the students. Were you freshman girls? Uh, yes, I was the freshman girls. Freshman girls. Yeah, girl and leader. you guys only started dating because of us. Yes, you yeah, guys so did set all, us up in a retreat. You guys. No, no, no. What do you like? Skiing. Skiing trip. I still have that picture. Yeah, of you guys that. took creepily. Can you, can you flash me. that up to the viewers? <laughs> yeah, oh, there you go. If we, if yeah, we yeah. can find it, we yeah. can. So okay, I'll, I'll send it to you. Yeah. We can, we can you flash two, that up. Like, rode the lift together. Because like, oh, yeah. you guys ditched me. No man to, left behind. To ride Rule with her. We set you up. They set you up. Oh, my Thanks, guys, guys left me. It was good. It was a good setup. I appreciate it. It was nice. Then we called. Who did we call? Was it your mom? Probably. No. You called my mom. Oh, and talked to my mom about it. Kale should date Susie. Yes. And then she was like, I just went to lunch with Susie. Yep. And, yep. and then we called Susie and said, if I was a girl, 
I would date Kale. Yeah. In the car ride on the way back from Michigan, you did and say that. And then you guys started dating. And then we started dating shortly thereafter. Yep. So you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> this is my formal thank you to both of you. I wasn't there. I didn't tell you guys up. That was all Josh. That's true, Josh. If you would have been there, we would have been yeah, married on the spot. <laughs> no, it would have fell apart. Oh. <laughs> he would have said no. I'll have to think about it a little bit more. <laughs> but, um, yeah, how um, how'd you guys grow up? What did your upbringing look like? Grew up in Columbia City? Yep. Um, correction, South Philly for me. Kiel said we both grew up in Columbia City. Don't hold it against her. South Whitley's nice. Yeah. We have no beef with South Whitley, Kale. You good? We've actually made that clear on here. Oh, good. We're cool with them. Good. Yep. There's a different story. No, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. That's, that's a joke. We love the true <laughs> It's a good community in Whitley County. We love all Whitley County. We love right? yeah. Whitley County. We're for Whitley County. <laughs> okay. That's that happened right. after you. For Whitley County? Yeah, no. Yeah, it's after me, but I heard about it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I'm Continue. With I love yeah. it. Upbringing. Anyway. What that look like? Um, yeah, I was grew up in South Whitley. Um, I'm a family of uh, from a family of eight, and so you guys know the Sikafus family, obviously. And um, uh, they raised us in a very awesome Christian home. My parents were are amazing, and um, adoption plays a huge part of my story because my two youngest siblings are adopted, and um, that just really. Um, you guys are he hilarious. Yeah, I can yes. tell. I can tell. Um, so <laughs> that played a huge part in my own story of just seeing the Lord work in some really awesome ways through that. And so um, that's kind of when I came to faith and continued to be homeschooled and raised up in that. Um, just was taught to know the Word really well and live it out. And then um, from there, I went to Grace College, and that was awesome and was a part of this church. So. Got a teaching degree. Yep, got a teaching education degree. And track and cross country. Yeah, you can put that in there. Two sport college athlete. Mm. I married up. I'll let you tell my story. Sure. <laughs> yeah, but actually, you were more known on campus, correct? Um, hey. probably not for good reason, but no. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you guys got married, moved away to Ohio. Yep. Yeah. Because of what? Yeah. So <clears throat> I was finishing. She finished up. She taught for. A semester at Whitco. Yep. yep. Uh, and then I was finishing up my degree. We um, were going to get married that summer, and we're trying to figure out what's next. And I got a job offer in Ohio for a residency, which is like a two-year uh, program where you finish your education, continue your education, and get experience in ministry without uh, the full-time responsibility and expectations. So uh, I got a residency in, in Ohio at a church, and we moved out there. Yep. Well, yeah. And after we moved, the Monday after we moved, like two days, um, I was offered a job at a Christian school nearby. So I took on a first grade position there. So that was fun too. Kind of a leap of faith going out there just with his residency. But it was cool how the Lord provided a job for me right away as well. And you're still at that job? Yes, I am. Sweet. Sweet. Oh, yeah. Um, Kale, how did you grow up? Yeah. You're going to talk about that. You talked about how Susie grew up and how you grew up. I grew up fast on the streets of Columbia City. <laughs> they were rough. What street did you grow up on? Uh, Wolf Road. It wasn't a street. It was a country road, gravel. But <laughs> oh. it was still rough. Yeah. No. Uh, 
I grew up in Columbia City. Um, my mother uh, has two, uh, uh, I have two older half-sisters um, from my mother, and then I have a younger brother, Carson, um, and then my nephew, Keegan, um, has uh, lived with my family since he was born, so he's kind of another little brother. So I have mm-hmm. basically four siblings, uh, grew up here in town, uh, went to Columbia City. I was homeschooled till I was fourth grade. Uh, mom couldn't handle me, asked me to leave and go to public school. What elementary uh, school was it? Little Turtle, shout out. Great education. Little Turtle in the house, there we go. There we go. <laughs> little Turtle's awesome. Um, went to Little Turtle uh, starting in fourth grade. Uh, loved sport. Um, played football, ran track. Um, attended a smaller church here in town. Uh, came to know the Lord when I was 16. So I describe myself as a Pharisee. If you, if you, you know, you read the gospels, you hear about these guys who are religious. Uh, they had it all figured out. They knew the right answers. They always did the right thing, but they didn't really have a relationship with God. Uh, and I always described myself as a Pharisee, um, growing up for the first 16 years of my life. I was that kid. I knew all the right answers. I did all the right things, but I didn't have a real relationship with Jesus. And so, uh, when I was 16, I was on a mission trip in Kentucky, um, and, put my faith in Jesus there, uh, and was filled with the spirit and everything changed from there. Um, and so came to know the Lord at age 16 and then, uh, continued going to Columbia city, had really awesome friends. Um, uh, yeah. And played sport. Um, when I got to my senior year, I was trying to figure out what to do next with my life. Um, my mother was an awesome example for me my whole life of just loving people really well. You guys know that she was, was she both your guidance counselors? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you had Mrs. Ryder as a guidance counselor. She loves people really well. Um, she really cares about people. And so I grew up with that example of my mom really loving people. Uh, and I knew I wanted to do that someday. I wanted to help and love people too. Um, and was praying through what that looked like heading into college. And, um, the Lord convicted me of the best way I could help people is tell them about Jesus, um, who can save and change lives. And so, um, went to uh, Grace College because they have a blended program uh, where I could pursue my Master's of Divinity um, and be trained up to be a pastor. Um, went there, finished that, and then, like I said, now we're in Ohio. Yeah, and your buddy Colton yeah. you went to Grace with, yeah. he kind of got you into Ohio? Or? Yeah, yeah. so essentially it was a chain reaction. We had uh, Colton's RA at Grace. Um, ended up going out to Ohio to do a residency. Oh. And so Colton had a connection, and then Colton followed his RA, Ethan, uh, and then I followed Colton. So it's been a nice little chain yeah. but, of connections. Yeah, what's that church like? Uh, um, our church is uh, Bell Fountain Grace Church, not Bella Fontaine. Bell Fountain. So just don't ever, don't ever get it mixed up. They don't like that. It's um, too different? Uh, they just pronounce it weird. Oh, okay. So... Um, it's deceitful, the name is. But Belfound Grace Church, it's really awesome. We have about uh, five to 600 people on a Sunday morning um, pretty regularly right now. It's actually only six years old. We're a young church. Um, we're a church plant from a, a, another uh, church in our fellowship okay. about 20 minutes away. Um, so we got planted six years ago. Our, our founding pastor, Daniel, planted the church um, and... Uh, brought Ethan on as a resident and then uh I've had a couple more residents a couple guys come on uh staff but yeah what else you want to know about it 
how many people attend, what's it, yeah. what service look like, um, compared to first church, because that's kind of what we're used yeah, to. That's good. We So we have, uh, right when I came on as a resident, so about a year and a half ago, we started two services. Mm-hmm. Uh, the church was growing, uh, and the Lord was providing, and so we didn't have enough room in our auditorium, so we needed to expand to two services. Uh, we were pretty hesitant to do that because we want the relationship to still be there, and oftentimes as you add services um, church services on Sunday morning, you lose some of that relationship with people. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know anybody who comes to second service if you're a first service goer, or vice versa. And so mm-hmm. they were a little hesitant to do that, but uh, because of the need, because of how many people were coming, we expanded to two services. Um, we have a, what we call coffee hour in between services, which is a lot of fun. Uh, my friend Clay, shout out Clay, makes phenomenal coffee every morning for people. And we hang out for about a half an hour between services. Uh, they always have snacks and coffee. Mm-hmm. And we're able to fellowship with people, build relationships between people in the two services. And um, so we have two services. Uh, we have an awesome children's ministry called Radiate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have about 150 kids back there every Sunday um, going crazy, okay. worshiping. It's really, really fun. And then, uh, and then, yeah, on a Sunday morning, we have about total five to 600 people. Uh, we saw our record high on Easter Sunday. That's the Super Bowl, you know, yep. for churches. Yeah. So uh, we had 800 people. Mm-hmm. At church was service uh, total total, total. Okay. so eight hundred was our was our new record for a weekend, which is really awesome to see that many people coming to church and a lot of people who we didn't know, uh, which is yeah. was exciting. So mm-hmm. yeah. So what what the heck's your role? <laughs> what the heck is my role? That's yeah. a great question. I don't even know sometimes. I'll be honest. <laughs> a little bit so, of everything. Our residency essentially is a two year program. Uh, you sign on. So when I left a year and a half ago, I started the residency, right? And the goal of the residency, the idea here is guys are coming out of seminary or they're coming out of college and they might have a degree, uh, but they lack that real life ministry experience, right? We have all the head knowledge. We have all the book knowledge. Um, and the reality is ministry, you're working with people. Um, and so as much as it is good to know the information, I have to know how to like have a relationship with people, right? And do ministry. And so the goal of the residency is for somebody coming out of school uh, or as they finish up school, get an opportunity to gain experience in ministry um, mm-hmm. without uh, the fear of failure, right? There's a safety net because I'm not, I'm not the guy. I don't lead any ministry. I don't have final say or authority in any ministry, uh, but I get an experience in, in whatever ministries I need to grow in. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a really awesome, healthy thing. So when I came on, I had 15 credit hours of my MDiv to finish up. So the church pays for that. They allow me to finish my education. They give me time throughout the week to do my homework, which is so awesome. Um, uh, and that's such a blessing. So I was able to finish my degree. My first year, most guys during their residency are uh, in school the whole time. Yeah. So for the whole two years, they're finishing uh, their master's degree or whatever it might be, um, finishing that. And then basically, I just get experience um, in any ministry, uh, I can and want, uh, to be able to be sharpened and growing those things. So I've done, I've preached, I think eight times now, seven or eight times. Um, I've gotten some really awesome experience in our men's ministry. I help run our, uh, small groups ministry. We call them grace groups. Um, and then what else we've done? We lead a small, or we co-lead a small yeah, group. Yeah, we, we co-lead a small group. And so essentially I just get opportunities to, do ministry without the pressure of feeling like I'm in charge of anything, which is a lot of fun. So we've gotten a lot of cool experience and yeah. that's my role. I would argue though your internship here was 
also getting some yeah. of that experience. Right. What's the difference, mm-hmm. I guess? No, yeah, really the only difference is, that's a great point, the only difference is uh, really I was full-time at this church. I, I'm full-time now, so uh, okay. my full-time job is to be in the office at the church that I'm currently working at where uh, my two and a half years here was fantastic and I learned a ton, uh, especially hanging out with you guys was a blast, right? Uh, you learn a lot doing that. It was great. It was great. Let me tell you, I wouldn't trade that for the world. Trust me, boys. Um, but essentially, the only difference is I was a part-time intern here. Yeah. So I spent about 10 hours a week here at First oh, Church. Um, and then I, the rest of the time, I was a uh, full-time student right at Grace. And then I, I worked for the school, right, trying to make some extra money. Um, so the difference with a residency is you live there and you work there full-time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anytime I, I'm not doing schoolwork, which now I've, I've graduated, so that's done. So the whole second half of my residency has basically just been doing ministry, which is really cool. So, Yeah. What is Assist Church Expansion? Oh, Zachary, I'm glad you asked. Is that why you wore it? I'm sponsored by Assist Church. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, no, I love this hat. It's really cool. Um, it's my favorite hat, actually. She gets tired of me wearing it, I don't think. She's like, would you, wear, would you wear another hat, please? But I like this hat. So, What is it? Yeah, what is Assist Church? <laughs> uh, Assist Church Expansion is a really cool parachurch organization. So we're a part of the Caris Fellowship. It's not a denomination, um, but it's a fellowship of churches, a group of churches um, that work together, um, that come alongside each other and support each other. Um, but in our fellowship, there's a parachurch organization called Assist Church Expansion. Mm-hmm. And essentially what Assist does uh, is they help revitalize, support, and plant churches uh, across the country. Um, so they consult, uh, they help fill positions at churches, they do whatever it takes to see churches that are uh, already established continue to grow and have health and uh, they help plant new churches as well. So they're a really cool organization. They're part of our fellowship. Um, my guys uh, hooked me up with the hat because they're sweet and we love them. We're really thankful for them. They help us plant churches, uh, which is really awesome. So, Yeah. And you gave me a call the other day and you said Colton is working on yeah. planting mm-hmm. a church. What's that looked like? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so essentially part of our fellow, what, uh, our fellowship is really passionate about. It's something that's in the DNA of our churches is to church plant. Um, it's something that we believe uh, the Lord has called us to, uh, and we see a lot of value in planting churches. And so um, our fellowship as a whole uh, is would be described as a church planting fellowship. We're really passionate about multiplication um, and, and reaching people. Uh, wherever they might be. So uh, we were a church plant. Like I said, Bell Fountain Grace was a church plant. Um, The church that planted us was a church plant. Um, In 2002, I believe, Marysville Grace was planted. And then uh, six years ago, Bell Fountain Grace Church was planted by Marysville Grace. Uh, And then um, the Marysville Grace, uh, they actually planted a church last year in Urbana, which is about 30 minutes from us. And then we're in the process of planting... uh, Grace Church Lake Campus, um, which we're really excited about. So many Um, names. I know, it's a lot of names, but... Uh, essentially, we're planting a church, a campus at the uh, the lake that's about 25 minutes away. So there's a lake 25 minutes so north of us. Is this a campus yeah. of the same church, Bell Fountain? Right, right. So it's not a different. It's like Grace Gathering. <clears throat> yeah, are you familiar three. with Grace Gathering, Fort Wayne? I am not. 
they have like a main campus and then mm-hmm. a few others. Right. But they like, stream in, don't they? No. Or do they have their own? Different okay. pastors. Okay. Different one. pastors, yeah. Gotcha. That's what yours will be like. Right. So it's very similar. Yeah. So essentially um, what happens is Colton is going to go up there, um, but Colton uh, will share elders and share resources uh, and share kind of the same vision and plan. So okay. uh, that way Colton's not on his own. We're not saying like, hey, it's dude. It's just a different location. Right. Like right. McDonald's says to. Like Purdue and Purdue for a We're franchising. It's the, exactly. <laughs> it's the same thing. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's actually really healthy and really awesome what we're doing uh, with campusing uh, because Colton's 20 minutes away. So a lot of the times what you'll see is uh, we have actually close to 50 people attending our church right now that are from the lake but they're making a 25-minute, 20-minute drive to church every Sunday morning. And that's a hard thing to do, especially when you want to build relationships with people, right? You want to be in time and proximity with them. And so we're like, how can we best meet the people of that community's needs uh, and get uh, in their lives and a part of their lives? It's like, so we're going to send a pastor up there, Colton, uh, who can begin to build more intentional relationships with the people there. Um, because we're seeing, you know, so many people come from that area um, that desire a healthy church to be a part of. So we're sending him up there. Like I said, he'll have the same elder team. Uh, he'll be a part of our elder team. Uh, and then Colton we'll share. Will be an elder? Uh, eventually, yeah. Wow. Uh, and then we have an elder from our church uh, who is attending and helping him plant his okay. campus. So he has the same elder team, same supervision, same budget same resources. Um, and so we share a lot of things. He'll be at like the same preaching meetings with us, which will be a lot of fun. Kind of um, giving the same message every week. Just yeah. Similar series. Saying. Right. Yeah. Yep. We'll be in the same series. So it's really healthy because we can come alongside and support him instead of leaving him out on an island. Um, and we can work together to reach the people in that community. So, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So you guys both, Hey Drew, um, you guys both um, now are at a new church, but you attended First Church for quite a while. What are some differences in Bell Fountain? Nailed you got it. it. Bell Fountain. That was flawless. That, um, that was good. What are some differences that you kind of enjoy about Bell Fountain that are different? Yeah. You mean to go? Yeah. Yeah, you go um, for it. No, it's been great. I think... Um, Obviously, the size of the church is different, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so that's been a, a different. Uh, a big thing that's been crazy to see is, like I said, Bell Fountain Grace Church is only six years old, um, so we're a very young church, right? And and you think of the churches you drive down town Columbia City, you see churches that have been there 50, 60 years, right? Uh, and even this church has a long history in this community, and so to be a six-year-old church is crazy. Um, there's, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of things that have yet to been established. Um, even, uh, people in the community don't know who you are. Y- yeah. You've been there for six years, right? Uh, and you would think they would, but it's still a new thing. Um, and so it's just a very young church, which is very different, uh, and obviously smaller mm-hmm. even. Um, but, uh, that gives you a lot of opportunity to be mobile. Um, we often talk about older churches and bigger churches are like, uh, cruise ships, right? They take a while to turn. Hmm. Whereas younger, smaller churches are more like speedboats. They can turn on a dime. Uh, they're a little more agile. And so that's one of the big things we've noticed is uh, just the different size in church. And um, uh, yeah, the amount of time they've been around changes things in a fun, fun way. So. Right. 
something I've noticed that's different. We always had like a small group on a Sunday morning, right? And a lot of times you kind of got to interact with those people on Sunday mornings and build a relationship, but it was always in like the church and you did a lot of the Bible studies and things like that, where our small groups are throughout the week. It's usually meeting in someone's home or... Um, yeah, going out and doing some fun things throughout the week together. And so that's been really cool to build relationship in a different way. I think um, I've even been able to um, just grow alongside of a lot of awesome women, just being able to go to their homes and do life with them um, instead of, yeah, small groups just looking a little bit different mm-hmm. instead of meeting on just Sunday mornings. I feel like we meet throughout the week a ton. So that's really fun for us too. So that's something I've noticed that's just a little different. We were out till... 11 last night? Yeah. Playing playing spike ball at the church. Whoa, late night. It was crazy. Yeah. Just hanging out at the church, playing spike ball, man. Wow. It was a good time. Good time. Good time. Good time. That's why I needed coffee. I was a little tired. <laughs> yeah. 11 o'clock. So what, uh, for me. I went to bed at 9.30. Going off that, Susie, what kind of ministries and small groups are you guys a part of? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you want to go? Um, sure. Yeah. Um, so there's <laughs> lots of ministries, I feel like. I'll just tap into whatever I can, kind of. Um, One way we serve together is co-small group leaders. And then um, our women's ministry has really just started kicking off a lot of new things. Um, And I've been able to be really involved in that. And that's been awesome. Um, There's different food teams. I love to cook. So I feel like any opportunity there is to cook for a small group or for... um, different classes after church or whatever. I love to do that, but Kill can speak to some other ministries that we get to help in and serve in. You're on our women's ministry team? Yeah, I talked about that. Talked about that? Um, cool. I did say women's ministry. I she's, guess I didn't she's specify. Very, she's very you heavily li- involved. No, she definitely did specify yes, that. She did. You I did. didn't listen. I did. No, I she did. did. What did <laughs> yeah. Do you want me to clarify well, I what just, I do? You do or? a lot of fun things for that ministry. Yeah. So I was like, um, we have a teaching and preaching team there for women um, of the church, and then we have an ambassadors team, and those are just kind of the... Um, they do a lot of the legwork behind the ministry. And then there's also like a vision team that makes sure, hey, we're just um, setting up what we are hoping to accomplish. And they are the vision behind the whole um, project. And so I get to be on the um, ambassadors team and the teaching and preaching team. So I'm being trained up in that. Um, It's my first year, so I might not get a lot of like reps, but I do get to encourage a lot of women in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I get to meet with women throughout the week. Um, So that's really fun. So yeah, that's um, taken up some time lately, and I've really enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, is that better? Do I Love specify it. a little bit better about she what I She does a lot about? of awesome things, yeah. and she she wasn't telling us all of them. She's being modest. That's okay. But the reality is she does a lot of fun things, especially with our women's ministry. Yeah. There's a lot of cool things happening there. But yeah. for me, um, right now I'm really involved with our uh, small groups ministry. So essentially we have grace groups is what they're called. We have 17 of them right now. Um, and they're led by <clears throat> couples in our church and they meet weekly in each other's homes. Uh, and usually, uh, while they're in session is what we call it. They, they have uh, small group questions. So I help develop small group questions based on oh, the sermon. Boy. Those have to suck. Oh, Your questions, man, hey. dude. Chill He's out. Gotten with the a lot better, on this He's gotten a lot better. <laughs> Your <laughs> questions, questions in high school, like we never use them. Um, you guys did go rogue a lot. You guys, you guys, <laughs> you guys thoroughly enjoyed a rogue session. But I think it was better that way. 
Yeah, sometimes I <laughs> I very real. rarely use small group questions. Kind of go off what people are thinking. Yeah, if we can be relational yeah. and get people engaged, whatever it takes to do that. Uh, oftentimes we talk about uh, small group questions are just a launching pad, man. Whatever it takes to get a catalyst, to get mm. conversation started, that's all I need. And hopefully you have people in your group who are then willing to talk and engage and work through those things, which you guys were always willing to do, which I appreciated. Really? We, we had great conversations, man. <laughs> We had I think, great conversations. I think we got very deep at times, but I oh, think yeah. a lot of times we got off track, which is kind of good. That's like relational. Heck yeah. Yeah. We can have fun. We had fun, but got to business. Oh yeah. We have fun all the time, man. Oh yeah. It's great. It's great. Continue. What, what yeah. else? So I help, I help develop those questions. I help lead our uh, grace groups is what we call them. Uh, we do, we do like trainings for our small group leaders um, quarterly. So we're, we're coming up on some trainings here for them just to equip them to lead their groups. Uh, we talk about how we have, if we have 600 people at our church, I can't shepherd all those people. Right. And so I need help. Uh, and that's why our grace group leaders are so awesome. We're so thankful for them because they're so often the ones doing the ministry. And that's right. whose house it is. At. Right. They're, yeah. they're the ones hosting these people. They're in their homes. They're building relationships with them. They're answering their questions about sermons and stuff. And so, yeah. uh, we equip them, uh, in any way we can. So we have trainings that I'm helping with. We have uh, spring celebration for them. We're going to play some wiffle ball, um, hit mm. dingers. Oh yeah. Wiffle yep. ball. Should play pickleball. Yep. Uh, pickleball. I don't, that would be dangerous. It's not many people too. It'd be crazy. It'd be okay. Wiffle ball is better. With them all. Yeah. yeah, we got to get them all involved, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I work a lot with our, our small groups. And then uh, right now I'm working a lot with our men's ministry. So we had a men's retreat uh, in February, right? Yep. That I, I planned and executed a men's retreat, which was a lot of fun. We went down to Hawking Hills. If you guys ever get a chance, you should go down there. It's in Ohio. I know, but it's worth it. Hawking Hills. No, is I've, I've actually heard of that. Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah. It's sweet. Hawking Hills is beautiful. We got this huge cabin out in the middle of nowhere. And then it was just a bunch of guys being dudes, right? We were hanging out. We were loving it. Have, camp, have so, campfires. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We had, dude, we had a guy um, who was like a, basically a professional chef making our food every night. On the grill? Oh, man. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. It was Like a delicious. Brent Cox? He's Brent Cox, like, but they're he's neck not, and neck. No. They're neck whoa, and neck. Whoa, I, whoa. Chill, this chill, community chill. will not... <laughs> Hey, Take that stand slander. for that all right, slander. All right, you can be a little below Brent Cox. All right, <laughs> I respect Brent. I do. All right, so he was on be, here. I know. I, I listened to part of that that podcast. That was a good okay. one. I love those guys. But um, so I help a lot with our men's ministry right now. We're in in, in the middle of something called Fight Club, um, which I can't talk about. Okay, because it's Fight Club. Fair enough. You don't talk about Fight Club, but essentially I'm it's a ten week. Yo, yo, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's an old joke, but. Uh, essentially, Fight Club is a 10-week men's ministry program, discipleship track, uh, where we try to push guys to grow uh, in health, in relationships, mm-hmm. uh, physically and spiritually. So That's what uh, Brent and Matt Turner mm-hmm. were on. They, yeah. they did one with our church exactly nice. like that. So I yeah. think it's kind of a common men's thing, but it's pretty necessary. And- I love it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So we've been doing a lot with that. We are in week two of Fight Club. Um, but it's a lot of fun. I get to program a lot of those things. So mm-hmm. really enjoy that. I'm on our preaching and teaching team. Um, we're going through a really fun series right now. So I get to sit in the room and uh, help uh, brainstorm and work through what it looks like to effectively teach whatever we're, whatever series we're in. So that's fun. Do you ever get to do the teaching as well? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. How yeah. often do you do that? So I'm, I think I'm on the docket to preach again in maybe two or three weeks. Um, yeah. So at, while I got one in this series, but usually um, usually it's like once every maybe two, three months. Is that What's your series called? Uh, don't Get Weird. It's a little smiley face. What's right. it about? Yeah. It's, uh, so essentially we're talking about end times, um, which uh, can get weird if we're not careful. So what we're calling to and challenging our congregation with is, hey, let's not get weird about these things. God's word is very clear on what the future holds and what we're to expect as followers of Jesus. Uh, and so we want to lay those things out clearly for the people of our church as far as, hey, this is what God's word says about the future. We don't have to get weird about it, right? Um, we know what he's promised. We know what he's lining up for the future and we know what the future holds so we can be confident in that uh, and have faith um, and be excited about what's next. Hmm. But Is that kind of like a straight up, like, hey guys, this is reality, but unfortunately hell is real? Like, stuff yeah. We talk about that because that can get weird and mm-hmm. not talked about often. And right. Right. What happens? Is that what you're going over? Yeah. Yeah. So truly there's a lot that the Lord has. A third of our, our Bible, if you take a, a third of your Bible, um, is prophecy. Uh, and a lot of that has to do with what happens in the future. Um, and so if we were just to ignore what God has told us and promised that's going to happen in the future, we're, we're neglecting um, to look at and study and understand a lot of the Bible. Um, and so we want, we just want our people to be informed and understand this does have an effect on how we live today, right? If we know what the future holds, if we know what Jesus has promised is coming next, um, then that should radically change um, the way I live my life, the way I interact with other people, mm-hmm. right? Because hell is real, right? And there, there is a future after, and there is a life after death. Uh, and so uh, as, as much as uh, we as a society like to ignore those things, we have to come to terms with them, right? Because it is coming. Uh, and we want that to, to affect the way we live and interact with the people around us. So, yeah, no, that's weird. It is, <laughs> but we're not going to get weird. We're not going to get weird. weird. Is that not funny? <laughs> <What's up? laughs> what have you guys personally been going through in devotional time or mm-hmm. whatever? It's a great question. You go first. Oh man. Um, so yeah, a lot of my, um, personal devotion lately has been spent. Um, I'm doing a Bible in a year plan, uh, with one of the guys in my small group. Um, and so we've been, been spending a lot of time in the word, uh, which has really been cool for, for he and I to do together. Um, it's a lot of reading every day, um, which sometimes I think we get scared to read a lot of scripture because we're like, then I don't get anything out of it. Right. Um, but it's been cool to see how God's, uh, a perfect plan throughout all redemption history fits together. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've really been enjoying that. I think I'm in First uh, Kings and John, the book of John right now. I get an Old Testament okay. and a New Testament passage every day, um, which is really fun. Um, and then we're going through Matthew together. Yep. Um, part of my challenge for Fight Club is to read scripture as well. Um, With your wife? Uh, not no. yet. That okay. hasn't been a challenge yet. A lot of years that is a challenge that we'll throw in one week. Um, but we've just been doing it together because yeah. it's really good for us. So I like to try to do as many of the men's challenges as I can so or I can keep up with. So that's why we read Matthew together. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Personally, I'm also kind of doing an Old Testament, New Testament book. Yeah, I'm going through Matthew with him and then um, also just read Habakkuk. And so um, that's a crazy book in and of itself. But um, 
yeah, there's a lot of parts to, to it, but the prayer at the end is really neat because um, Habakkuk goes through how he really um, just trusts the Lord, even though his storehouses are empty and even though um, his crops, there's no harvest or there is, um, <laughs> you guys are hilarious, there's no um, fig trees aren't blossoming and whatnot. And it's like, I'm going to trust and praise the Lord anyway. And so in my own life, and no matter what's going on, it's just been cool to um, think of that theme throughout my life and to be able to praise the Lord no matter what. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Can I ask that question? Yeah. Do you want me Turn to go? Am I, allowed, am I allowed to do that? Yeah. Oh, sweet, um, sweet. Okay, cool. I am in with Addie's dad, Kevin Jordan. Oh, Kevin. Shout out. Guy. Shout out. Yep, he's a big listener, actually. He is? Yeah. Oh, um, man. We've been doing appreciate a lot that. of... <laughs> Why do you appreciate it? Guys, I need, I need him to support my guys. <laughs> I need you guys to get views here. <laughs> All right? If we're going to make it big. If he's not, who is? <laughs> I know. Appreciate it, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, we've done a lot of different books right now. We're in Proverbs together. Nice. Um, it's really what I'm in. And then JP, pastor in Waco. Texas. He was at Passion. Mm-hmm. I'm reading one of his books as well. Um, awesome. It's called Why Do You Do What You Don't Want to Do. It's just mm-hmm. about um, desires setting your heart. Like, why do you lie? Like, you clearly don't want to. And it gets, yeah. Is it Romans 7? Is it, is he working out of Romans 7 or no? I don't know yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just ordered that, that book today. Okay, okay. Yeah, not that far. You let me know later. Yeah. Um, I'm in finals right now, so I books aren't really mine mm. <laughs> not your thing right now not what i want to do <laughs> so, <laughs> so you don't do it <laughs> so you need to read the book more <laughs> so i'm following the book well but mm-hmm. yeah um that's pretty interesting though and i it's not really a devotional but i listen to um his podcasts and then the porch is a young adult podcast as well and then with young adults we're going through acts wednesday night First Samuel Sunday morning. Sweet. So kind of all over the place. Some of it's with group, mm-hmm. and then proverbs and some podcasts in that book are alone. So yeah. I just ordered that book this morning. How uh, much? Uh, I don't remember. Like fifteen bucks. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean link in the. Or, I have. You're gonna, you gonna put a link on this thing. So people can buy it too. Yeah, yeah. We you know, you're gonna link book. it. You gonna we'll link su- it up? We'll support it. Do you, do you like it? I haven't read yeah. it yet. Maybe somebody else will want to read it. It's a good right. book. Yeah, I love it. But I mean, <laughs> I'm in the same groups as Josh. So First Samuel Sunday morning Acts. I also listen to JP's podcast. That's been it's taught me a lot. Um, and I've just been really kind of jumping around. Um, there was a passage in First Samuel that I stayed on for about a week just read it over and over again to see what God had for me in it and then I jumped to John just a couple pastors there just been jumping around from place to place just trying to learn or just um, meditate on the scripture and keep going through it over and over and over again and Mm -hmm. see what I get out of it each time I go through it sweet sweet yeah yeah (laughs) what do you guys like to do for fun Oh, I'm little glad you asked. question. I'm glad you yeah, asked. Yeah, like who you guys are. What, oh, man, what do interests? we do I like it when it's warm outside because we go on a lot of walks. There's a hiking, uh, 
uh, what would you call it? A big park, a hiking trail. Nature reserve. Yeah. Nature reserve. Um, that there's miles and miles of trails. And so when it's nice out, we love to go out there and walk, have a picnic out there, whatever. And then living in town, we can walk down to the coffee shop. Or there's a custard place downtown. So we go on lots of walks just to grab coffee or ice cream, too. So love it when it's nice. I'll take what you else? sometime. What else? What else? Uh, we love hanging out with friends. Yeah. Um, we, uh, <clears throat> yeah, we love anything spike ball. Um, we invented a game called Hantus. Oh, we're you didn't, you did it. not invent that. Oh, well, it's different because it's ours different are on ping pong tables. It's like the separated. same. It's a, yeah, that's the same uh, thing. But you share a board and you're on a team. So it's a little different. And we play with a spike ball. That's, a, that's been fun. invented, dude. Um, we're going to take credit for it, but it is like the, the normal Hantus, but it's a lot of fun. We play that a lot. We played, played that for that like two night. hours last night, probably. Um, that was a blast. Uh, I love to work out. Um, I just got my <laughs> level two certification uh, a couple weeks ago. So I was uh, at the gym this morning um, working out with some buddies. Which gym? Was uh, it here? Or? No, no, no. no uh, it's called Loco Depot. We're going to not put that in. Oh. <laughs> it's really cool. You should come visit us sometime. You can come work out with me. It's great. Um, but we really do love to do that. Uh, yeah. I'm a coffee connoisseur. There's a lot of good coffee in Ohio. Uh, he drinks coffee. his uh, I'm not proud of this. Our barista was really sweet, though. Um, but I love coffee. I love good coffee. Um, we make coffee at the office all the time, which is a lot of fun. So, Random question. Yeah. Do you guys like kombucha? Um, kombucha is disgusting. Oh. I would Preach drink it. it, brother. I oh. would drink it, but I know it's got some great health benefits. I just can't stomach it's it. It's really good. It's great for you. You, you know Dave you. Waringa? Oh, yeah. I know Dave. <laughs> I no, think. he doesn't know Dave at Dave all. Dave likes kombucha. Kombucha we, is... We, get, we hit the kombucha bar. There's one here? In South Willie. Yeah. We don't go together, uh, but we've hit it many times. You guys go to the kombucha bar. Okay. We're going to hit the bar together, though. Dude, I've... Kombucha is great for you. If you can drink it, kudos to you. Tavian dogged on you for drinking kombucha at work the other day. Mm. So he's two-faced? No. He told you to your face. He thought He it was literally nasty. liked it. No, he didn't. <laughs> or he no, his that. sister liked it. Okay. Okay. What okay. flavor of kombucha do you get? My, oh, dude, so many. So many. <laughs> the best kombucha is um, so that Lunar Infusions had like a summer one. It was like strawberry hibiscus. That was, guess, yeah. that was beautiful. Yeah. Um, Sounds amazing. Kroger has a really good one. Really? It's just like their or organic the brand. Yeah. And it's really good. Yes. Yeah. Um, but we don't need to talk about kombucha. No one cares. I mean, hey, there's a health world out there. And they respect the fact that that's not our, it's not our audience. It's not your audience. Not our audience. You're not linking uh, kombucha. No, at no, the, no. In the bio. This isn't Sadie Robinson's podcast. No, okay, okay. We already have enough links. This is the boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. No. What else about you guys? Any thoughts? Questions? Oh man, how have you guys? So we spent a lot of time together. A lot of time together. Yeah. Doing crazy stuff. No, and I would argue that you have helped us grow a lot. Like God worked for you crazy here. Um, oh, yeah. Whether you saw it or not, just the impact you made, and then lingering on thoughts after you said, just really helped. So thank you for that. But Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. You guys are in youth ministry right now, right? You yeah. serve? Yeah. 
Where do you guys serve? <laughs> Seventh grade. I'm with eighth grade. Nice. Just boys, right? Like, I mean, we're all it's, together. Have you heard the new format? No, no. Tell me, tell me, please. You really haven't? I have no idea. You ever read Acts 2? I have read Acts 2 <laughs> once or twice. You know how they uh, live as a community? Heck yeah. We kind of started something like Could that. Could you tell the viewers how they live as a community, Yeah, please? so in Acts 2, um, they, lived to, they essentially lived in the community. They ate together. They shared property. They bought stuff together, and they just did life prayed, together. Prayed together. Prayed together. And, I mean, the Lord added to believers um, in the community daily. Mm-hmm. And so what we've done as a youth group is we go to, we call them connect homes. So mm-hmm. each grade goes to a different home. Um, and we have youth group there, and then uh-huh. we meet at the church a couple times. Um, that's called Unite. That's Unite. Everyone. Gotcha. But that's just what we've been doing. We meet as a seventh, like we meet individually. So I meet with the seventh graders. We do some games, snack, lesson, and then break up into small groups. And I obviously lead the the boys small group. And right Josh does eighth grade. Nice. Yeah, and your like father and mother in law lead a home they leave one too yes yeah so i'm surprised you didn't know that yeah sounds awesome so i feel like you've been told and just didn't i probably (laughs) a little forgetful maybe i went way over my head (laughs) yeah but they lead freshman or sophomore one of the two but next year i'll be in the high school ministry which is crazy yeah yeah i'll still be in middle school hey we're gonna, the goal is to like move up with your with group, the class, yeah. so you grow close mm-hmm. and builds that community. That's sweet. Um, and it's, we're not in a home. Well, okay, we're in Jeremy Freeman's home, mm-hmm. but they don't serve; they just offer their home, which right. is they delightful. Yeah, that's right. Um, but we'll be in a different home next year of a couple that leads. But the goal is to stay in that house throughout right. high school. Nice. Um, and it's more inviting than, hey, come to youth group with me. Um, you right. get there, it's very intimidating, like 200 people, whatever. Yeah. Um, this, come to youth group with me. Hey, welcome to my home. I'm Josh Sparks. Come eat with us. How are you doing? It's a lot more personable. Right. Love it. Kind of um, solves some issues to be honest, that the youth group had. Um, yeah. Mixed reviews on if it's good or not, because I know if you have multiple kids in different grades, it can be difficult mm-hmm. transporting and such. Right. Um, but the kids love it. It's a great way for them to grow closer and hold each other accountable through the week on things. And just, right. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy being a leader now, though. Like, we went to Cleveland for a mission trip last. We led two winter retreats and a mission trip. Yeah, right on, already. my guys. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> I remember when I was leading you on mission trips. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, that was quite the time. It was. It was. It was fun. Had to get you to stop wrestling on the air mattresses. We do air mattress sumo wrestling. Oh, <laughs> so you awesome. don't you don't stop oh, it anymore? You just let it happen. Dude, straight up. I hope Dave is not listening to this, the (laughs) student pastor. We did like a fun night last week. One of the girls came inside and said, Hey, Josh, I didn't tell you this, but the kids started a fire in the woods. I'm like, what? (laughs) Uh, Jeremy had some ashes 
Oh. And there they started mixing them up, yep. getting them ready, and they had a fire made. And then Did you roast some marshmallows? forts or? in the woods. No, they I roasted guess. a frog. Dude, oh. don't, we can't put that. A frog. <laughs> we straight up can't put that. We can put that. Slaughtered and abused a frog. <laughs> we can't when put, you put it that way. That sounds pretty rough. That sounds pretty rough. <laughs> oh, Dude, I love middle schoolers. It's hilarious because they have a lot of energy, and they're crazy. But if you can hone that, man... It's a great time. Which it's a great. It's time. great because in the connect groups we have some young guys, Zach and I, in separate groups, yeah. and then you have some mm-hmm. middle-aged folks, mm-hmm. and then some older people. And they know it. It's not a bad thing at all because they bring some different aspects yeah. to the table than what we can bring, and it really like it pe- works. they see us as fun, and then. I mean, some, to be honest, sometimes they don't take us as seriously. We've kind of gained that respect mm-hmm. from them, though. But when, say, Todd talks, Todd Rare mm-hmm. talks, they're like, okay, let's listen. Todd's talking. But then when Todd wants to do something fun, they <laughs> don't. So there's different aspects everyone brings, and it's really mm-hmm. cool to work together as a team mm-hmm. and kind yeah. of grow closer to that connect group team. Um, I do wish we got to grow closer to other connect groups, though. Yeah. We don't yeah. see them as often. Um, but there's just different things. We're going to keep growing in the ministry. But it's definitely mm-hmm. a good start. It was a test year. And yeah. Love it. Sweet. Sweet. And you'll follow your grades next year? Yeah. yeah. We have everyone individually meets with Dana, gives honest feedback, which is great. Mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people know that like churches take feedback listen to it yeah have meetings about it mm-hmm. almost daily um so that'd be cool and see sure. where we want to serve if we want to continue serving um not sure where i'll be living next year fort wayne or here but um as of now i will definitely be serving in freshman next year sweet, sweet. helping these guys take a crazy a, jump from middle to high school for sure they'll be fine it's awesome. Tough. <laughs> Gotta be tough. Yeah. What um what's some of your biggest takeaways from First Church that has helped um as you've gone to Ohio? Yeah. Yes, sir. Um I really am just thankful for the experience I got. I think as like I <clears throat> like I said with you guys, it's one thing to go to school and read all these books mm-hmm. and gain all this knowledge. Um, but it's a whole nother thing to be able to um, take that knowledge and uh, that education and then put it to use, especially in ministry with people. So I'm really thankful just for the time I got to learn uh, and then even practice uh, what I'd been learning for years. Um, and so I loved the time in youth ministry. Um, we don't currently serve in youth ministry. Um, just for this season, we uh felt like the Lord was calling us to different things and to learn and grow in different ministries. But man, I have such a heart for youth. I'm really thankful. It's really cool to see you guys now serving in youth ministry because I know how valuable it is to reach Mm -hmm. that next generation. And so I think the Lord over my two and a half years with you guys really filled me with a heart for the next generation, right? Like Mm -hmm. those are going to be, that's the church in 20 years. Uh, And so during my time at First Church, I really grew to have a big heart for and love for, for students um, and reaching them in such a, like you talked about, that transition from eighth to freshman year, right? Like, it's a big transition. And so to reach students um, in such a pivotal season of their life, um, mm-hmm. 
uh, it was really special. And to see even like guys like you grow right from being a sophomore in high school to then, you know, being a senior trying to figure out what, what you're going to do with the rest of your life. Um, like that's a crazy thing to minister to people in that season of life. So the Lord grew me a lot in that. I had a lot of fun. Um, I got a lot of really special opportunities just to, to teach, uh, and to share the good news with people, uh, and do it in such a way that even you guys, you know, latched onto, uh, and, uh, yeah, even just got to learn what ministry looks like formally, right. And as a part of a church, mm-hmm. that was cool. I got a, a lot of experience here, um, learning from the staff and, uh, everybody, everybody. And even we had a, everybody was older than me, uh, on our youth staff back when I served uh, first church. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So like our, our volunteers, right. Every, I was like one of the youngest, Susie and I were the youngest, probably volunteers That's us uh, right now. in the high yeah. school ministry. Right. And even learning how to, uh, love and support and equip older volunteers, right. Like these people, aren't my peers. They're adults with kids my age uh, and learning to work with them and support them uh, and encourage them as fellow co-laborers was mm-hmm. really cool. Um, so I got to got to learn a lot of that as well. Yeah. One thing I'm really thankful for is I feel like I just got a lot of ex- different opportunities to serve in different ways and that helped me just to figure out where I feel really called. Um, I loved working in the children's ministry uh, under Debbie and then I got to work in student ministries under Nancy Ferguson aka Nana Nancy and so that was so cool. I was a co- She'll uh, have her on. Yeah. You should. I'll come back for that. Can I join? Sure. I just want to sit in the audience, live audience. We do have. She's the best. (laughs) She's the best. We're, we're, we're big fans of live audience. Oh, I'm, right. I'm often. <laughs> Usually the same, like, three people. But. That's fine. They must really love you guys. Why not? <laughs> if you want to be in the live audience, hit us up. Oh, yeah. is that an invite? Yeah, yeah. it is. Nice. Open go. doors. I'll have to stop in. Nice. Anyway, um, yeah, I got lots of different opportunities just to figure out um, where I could be used and where I did enjoy serving and felt called to serve. And so even learning under Nancy um, was really awesome because it showed me how to build relationship with people and stop and pray for people when they need it and be able to really read mm-hmm. um, people and what they need and just to be filled with the Spirit and discerning those things too. Um, she was a very wise woman. And so even to admire uh, admire Nancy, I still yeah, love her. I love to get to talk to her and... Um, I want to be wise just like her, so she um, helped as well. But serving it here is just an awesome experience to get to figure out what I feel called to. So I'm really thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Yeah. Do you guys have any uh, closing thoughts as we? How have you two grown oh, since <laughs> since since we last hung out, right? Which was what You're COVID year? Me. COVID year, right? Since your wedding, well, since, well, since, since I wedding. since I was on staff, which was okay. COVID year, right? Uh, yeah, you, COVID year. That's crazy. crazy. Weird COVID summer. We did, man. You were weird. You were senior year though. That's yeah, right. You guys were twenty twenty one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like, it was so, like a hybrid youth group. Since you guys graduated, how has the Lord grown you the most as young men? You want to start? <laughs> <laughs> Pass. Um, <laughs> I would say, like, I mean, you were there. I planned to work at one place and went through the summer with them. And it just, it, it, I, I hated being there, honestly. And um, 
so I eventually got let go. They didn't have a full-time job for me. And Jeremy Freeman actually helped me get a job at Wagon Excavating, where I am now. And so through that, I just learned how to trust God's plan more than my plan, because it was, it was my plan to go and work where I was going to work. Um, I didn't really bring God into that at all. I just figured it out on my own, and that's how it was going to be. And obviously, obviously, it's not like that today. So he just has really taught me how to trust his plan and just to, I don't know, not to plan so much, just to go with the flow of how, how he wants me to live my life and not how I want to live my life. Love it. It's awesome. Hmm. See, I feel like I could talk about this for a very long time. Let's do it. We, I we got don't, all night. You have a dinner soon. Just kidding. I got, I got dinner to go to. <laughs> give me the abridged version. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, when you knew me, I wasn't like a bad kid by any means, but I was definitely a little wild. Um, ADHD, you know. <laughs> but um, kind of using my personality, like letting God use my personality to lead um, and start. Like, I'm not afraid to talk to anyone. Um, so using my personality to talk to people about God, mm-hmm. um, start a podcast, whatever it is, um, just kind of giving that to God and not so much fun, messing around, whatever. Not that I was getting in trouble or anything, but kind of just giving that to God, which took and still takes humility. Um, So I'm kind of still learning humility, um, as in it's not my works at my job, school, whatever. Um, When I'm successful, it's because of God. Um, So kind of learning that. I mean, I've grown a lot, so it's hard to answer and just... We need a whole episode for that. Oh, I'll but. come back. We're not, the, we're not the same people we were. Yeah. When you I don't left. know. I'll say that. Just praise the Lord. Like passion. Helped. Hopefully. Passion conference were huge advocates for. Mm-hmm. Um, it very, very much helped me take kind of scripture um, more important. I've been in that every day mm-hmm. since um, the importance of just a desire for the Lord um, as you don't have joy without him you aren't complete without him um, so just kind of like living for him mm-hmm. totally not that I wasn't living for him but throwing everything I have towards him yeah. just yeah. dude it's a long complex answer I don't have just one thing I love it I yeah love it. I don't know one word I'll say maturity um, what's your one word? Trust. Mm. Big trust. Big trust. <laughs> Not small. Big trust. Love it. Love it. That's sweet. Yeah. That's sweet. So we ask all of our guests the same closing question uh, when we wrap up. It tells a lot about who a person is. I. It's a make or break question. Firmly honestly. believe mm. that. Um, what is your dream trip? No limitations. Oh, baby. That's easy. That's easy for me. Dream vacation. Dream vacation. What do you got? Where are you going? What are you doing? I am going. Who are you, you bringing? Oh, okay. I get to answer all that? Yes. It, oh, man. Very okay. deep answer. All right. Easy. I'm going to Israel. 
Um, I'm going for a very long time because I get a lot of C. Uh, I'm taking my wife, obviously. Good, good answer. Good answer. Um, and I'm taking um, all my friends. I got a lot of really awesome friends who love the Lord who haven't been to Israel yet. So I want to go back. I've been there. It's really cool to see the places where Jesus has walked uh, and the places that Scripture talks about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it brings uh, Scripture to life because so often we read this book, right? Uh, and we forget the fact that it's a real place. Um, on this planet where real things well, actually happen. Even like sermons with maps and yeah. diagrams mm-hmm. help me understand a lot more. So seeing it in person would be mm-hmm. phenomenal. So Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I definitely go to Israel. Um, I've been there before, but I'd love to go back again. There's so much to see. Um, there's so much to do there and experience. And so um, that would definitely be where I want to go. And I want anybody that can go to go with me especially young people. Can we go? You guys for sure will be on that trip. Okay. Because I want you to see where Jesus walked. I want you to see all the amazing things down uh, over there that uh, the Word of God talks about. So we're going to go, and we're going to learn a lot, and we're going to have fun. It's beautiful. It's great food. It's nice out. Let's do it. That's my answer. Let's go. Right. Right now. It's a 14-hour flight. It's a 14-hour flight. That's no fun, but it's worth it. Your dream trip, you don't take the flight. You yeah, just, oh, we just pop up there. Yeah, 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 sweet, yeah, yeah. Boom, sweet. Yeah, that's even easier, there. man. That's yeah. even easier. Great. Easy. Great. Nice. Yeah. Susie, where are you going? Well, now I feel bad. Like I feel a little selfish <laughs> wanting to go on my trip, but I want to go to Hawaii. <laughs> I feel like that's not like as holy of an answer, but but if we I've both been, get to go, and yeah, take each other. I'm already going to Israel. And she's already so, going to Israel. So. Yeah. and anywhere you go with the Holy Spirit is still right. It's right. Great. The Lord's there. A holy the place. There. It's great. Yeah, exactly. Right. So Hawaii, for a lot of reasons, and I I would take my husband. What are you guys doing? Uh, jumping off waterfalls for sure. Surfing. Yeah, sur- doing some surfing. Are you bringing your boat? Oh, yeah, we'll We're take driving the boat. We're driving the boat. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> That's how you do That boat's that. not big enough, man. <laughs> it ain't going to make it. We're going to get lost. crashed in some waves. <laughs> you want to get lost. You run out of gas. gas. Uh, uh, hopefully. You don't have signal, I, dude. I might get lost. <laughs> definitely signal in the ocean. No, <laughs> with what tower? The satellites. <laughs> idiot. I would find a way to get lost out there for sure. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't be hard at all. For sure. Yeah. Um. What about you guys? Where are you going? Have you we, answered? We've answered this too many times. Yeah. All right, all right. New question then. If you don't okay. answer that again. What's your question? Who's first? better at pickleball? Josh. Us two? Yeah, yeah. Out of you guys. Josh. It's me, but like, I'm not like good, good. Who owns the court in Columbia City? Gary Vandersall. No, oh, his dad. No. His dad. Jamie Vandersall. Oh, oh and okay. Jamie. And what's his name? Ed? Jamie. Ed. Dude, Ed's a Who's baller. Ed? It's like a 90-year-old dude from Fort Wayne that absolutely okay. destroyed. Okay. Owns the court. He used to be big in the tennis. Got into the pickleball. Hilarious. He, he oh, taught me how to play one time. Super nice guy. Super patient. Because we I was terrible. And he's just a baller out there just Figuring chopping it, it up. Mm-hmm. Yep. He cannot move, but he doesn't have to because he can place the ball wherever he wants. Mm, he makes you dance. Yes. He makes you Which, after it. I can dance. But I can't place it wherever I want. Right. Like you know, that mm-hmm. kind of finesse. And I have the mind, just I'd never execute it how I want. Yeah. But it, I'm on a scale of one to 10 pickleball player, say I'm a 6.5. Okay. Okay. 6.5. What's Jamie then? Is he like an eight? Jamie, nine? probably nine. Nine. 
Jamie's a beast, dude. Garrett, Garrett and Jamie are pretty. Garrett's dad is Jamie. Yeah, we had Garrett yeah. on. If you were playing, listening. if you were playing doubles, who would you take as your partner? In Columbia City. Yeah, yeah. Out of the people you usually play with, if you're Addy. playing doubles. Oh, that's. I'm cute. taking Garrett. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> we had a very romantic answer, and then I'm assuming yours isn't a romantic answer. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh, he, he, he's just good. He's just good. Honestly, I'm I trying take, to get the I dumb. take Garrett so I can use his equipment. Oh, he's got nice stuff. Yeah, he's got like the process. Stupid yes. money in pickleball. Yeah. Hey. Stupid nice stuff. <laughs> he's gonna be playing this the rest of his life, man. Dude, yeah, pickleball. He loves it. They take Florida trips for it. Ooh, oh, yeah. that's legit. But yeah. Thank you guys for coming on. It was yeah, good to see you again. Thank yeah. You. you guys honored and Oh, we are. Yeah. All right. Very honored. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks so much for, for having, having us. us the- yeah. If you guys want to be on, please reach out. If you have questions, comments, or concerns, please reach out. You can drop a comment, hit us up, whatever. There's many ways to find us. It's not hard. Um, I heard your mom was trying to find us and couldn't figure it out. Only because you made her cry. We did. Our episode In was that. We're good at that. Yeah. It was touching. <laughs> it pulled her heartstrings. Your mom was our guidance counselor and made me cry in middle school for some trouble. And then now it just comes around full circle. That's right. There you go. Everybody's so. crying for different reasons. <laughs> Listen and you'll cry. You Thank might you just so cry. much for viewing, watching. We'll uh, see you next week. Peace. 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 <laughs>